Back to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell, Chris Denman, and Michael Gaines. Morning, St. Louis. You're now tuned in to St. Louis Live. That's right. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines. Unbelievable first hour. Award-winning, huge, great, amazing. If you missed it, you can download it. Find the We Are Live radio feed on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are distributed we're here, St. Louis Live, this morning. We'll get into it. We did some MVT. And then this hour, we can jump into it as well. We talked about the Cardinals and how they uh, redeemed themselves last night over the weekend, giving up first place recently. Uh, Gaines, you want to get into uh, to your MVT t- this hour? Absolutely. Absolutely. About to melt your faces here. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Be, so here you, we go. you teased. You said, hey, I'm buying into... The uh, the Dewalica. So the Dewitt the Dewitt family owns owns the Cardinals. You sure they, you want to join that crowd? You sure yeah. you want to jump into that? Okay. They yeah. never spend any money. Okay. Right. So Gaines, where are you at? What happened? Yeah. So over the weekend, uh, the Cardinals lost out to the White Sox in signing Cuban talent Luis Robert. I think that's how you pronounce nice. it. Right? Just roll your R. Yeah. That's oh, impressive. it's Italian, you know. Nice. And uh, it's just it doesn't add up at all. The, all the Cubs were out of it the Red Sox were out of it the Yankees the Dodgers everybody who has big big money to spend on these types of players were out of it because of rules in the international signings it came down to the Cardinals and the White Sox and if you're the Cardinals you have to win that every single time especially if we're not talking about hundreds of millions of dollars we're talking about the Cardinals having to go up maybe to 60 to even $70 million. You make him tell you no. And I just wanted to go into some uh, some quotes uh-oh, from uh-oh. General General Manager John Mosella. Somebody fired up now. Get him, son. The, so the Cardinals were left with the impression their bonus was uh, trumped. They did not have a chance to top. Mazalek said, if I had to guess, it would be the overall bidding. What I know is that we didn't sign him. Yeah, you didn't. All negotiations, <laughs> all negotiations have different nuances. All negotiations have different risks. All negotiations have different upside. Bunch of nothing in those three sentences. This was certainly a unique opportunity for us because historically we are not playing or trying to sign these types of players. The Cardinals don't like to sign good players, it looks like, or highly touted <laughs> prospects from that sentence. I don't second-guess our strategy or second-guess our approach. That that sentence makes no sense to me. If, if you are not winning these types of battles with top free agents, you know, where you determine the price, there's, there, there aren't rules in baseball for uh, salary caps. You just have to pay more money to get more plays. Right especially with the international signing bonus being 100% tax on each dollar that you spend. He continued, when you're looking at the overall investment, it's real, and historically there aren't too many players who sign for those type of dollars. He's correct. I believe this was the second largest international signing in baseball history, the first being Yon Makata to the Red Sox, who was traded to the White Sox in the Chris Sale deal. And Mikado's going to be a bad boy. He's going to be—he's—he's I mean, he's the top prospect in baseball. Right. 
It's really hard to justify those types of dollars for any player with a lack of proven track record. We've heard this before from the Cardinals front office about assigning value to certain players and not moving off that. No matter how you try to equate the Cuban League or his international experience, it's very hard to calibrate what that means here in the majors. I get this. Like I, I understand him coming from that. But this is what you do in the draft. You're you're, t- you're right. always taking so you a risk on players. A short players. stop from Mizzou isn't necessarily going to translate to the majors, but you're still going to take that fly on. And who knows where sports goes in the future because there's a lot of talk about unions being fed up with the way drafts work and how it's really not fair to the players that they can't just sign with any team that they want. There's a lot of talk about that in the NBA, and it's moving quicker than any league, which I think would be so much fun. And it what what would happen exactly? Well, what, there, there what, would there would be uh, players would be able to go to any team that they wanted to just out of the out of the gate. Correct, but there would be rules on signings and how many top players you can sign and blah blah blah. And that, which I, I, I think I've is very heard of this, but I'm not too familiar with it. Um, that's that's actually kind of. I would love to see how that would play out. I would have allowed a spicy meatball drop. I that would have. That is a spicy meatball. That would be crazy to see. Um, and then Mazelik finished his uh, comments. I don't know yet if we are the bridesmaid. People are like, "You're flush with cash. Roll the dice. That's a lot of money. That money might be redeployed elsewhere. Now it will." We, like I, we keep this is this is the sentence we hear a lot we when do. the Cardinals lose out. We is, do. That's a good point. Is this money that we were going to spend on Albert Pujols, this money that we were going to spend on David Price, this money that we were going to spend on Luis Robert will be used elsewhere. Right. Okay. We've got a really big free agent draft, uh, free agent uh, class coming up here yeah. in 2018, 2019 season. Yeah. That's a lot of money that you didn't spend on Price, that you didn't spend on Pujols, that you didn't spend on. Um, Luis Robert, maybe that equals a Machado. I sure hope it would. I don't know if it does. And, and that's where I would come in as devil's advocate. I think if you look at the Cardinals' track record, when they don't get their guy, they don't necessarily sit on their hands. They go and try to find something, a better value Do they, at a different price. So you can you can look at when Albert left, the, the Beltran signing, while obviously not – the money that the Angels ultimately end up paying for Albert and what the Cardinals thought of paying for him as well to stay, they went out and still spent money to bring in a quality talent that did pay off for the Cardinals. I mean, I they have a bit of a track record that says they will spend it and they won't necessarily go out and just throw it around just because they can. They'll still try to find some good value and compete. That's where I would play devil's advocate. I, I will... Some of what Mo said we've heard before. Well, and I have a, it was I, a copy and paste type of press. And Mo's, this isn't Mo's bank account. True, so, true. And these quotes sound like quotes you would hear from a general manager who has a salary cap in other leagues. For sure, it does. So the next then step is okay. Is he being capped from the top? You know, Which we all have speculated as Cardinals he, fans for a long time. When, that, he, when he went and visited with uh, Robert's camp in Cuba, was he said, okay, you don't have a blank check when you're going down here. Right. Which, to me, is exactly how they should have treated this situation. They know that they were not going to have to spend 
a hundred or two hundred million dollars on this guy. True. Maybe they were going to have to give him a forty million dollar contract, which then in turn could cost upwards of seventy to eighty million dollars. Right. It's it's to me it's a it's a situation that's really frustrating because of the circumstances around it. A major talent. He's a very major talent. talent. You have Cubs in your division. What's this guy projecting to be? I mean, this would be it's the equivalent of drafting a 19-year-old first overall. Like right. he would probably be the first He's overall that pick. Kind of t- right, right, right. If he was no allowed fir- to no go first round pick for the Cardinals this the year, draft. correct? That, right. And that's all a, the more reason why that would make sense for them to go after. And you know, kid. they use the we spent nine point five million dollars in international signing bonuses the past year, which is all good and dandy. They signed a lot of players internationally this past year. This is the chance where there are no rules on this. You get to go out and spend as much money as you want on the first overall pick. Sure, that it would be. I think it was a. Uh, a huge miss by the by the Cardinals this past weekend, and it's things like this that you can point back to to be like, are they really serious about competing with the Cubs? I wouldn't go as far as to say that this knocks that premise. I, I will say that it was disappointing to, to be to lose out to the White Sox. I thought, oh, yeah, I, don't, I, thought, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I think I think we thought it was going to be the usual suspects: the Cubs, the Red Sox, the Yankees. Maybe the Dodgers. You thought they were going to be there, and they weren't. And once you discovered they weren't, you kind of felt, as a Cardinal fan, knowing that the Cardinals are the most profitable baseball team. Can I uh, express my most disappointing quote I saw or reasoning? They're saying he chose the White Sox because he liked the Cuban path that had been taken. He liked the clubhouse. Like, first of all, he may not be playing in the majors for five years, so I, shut up about yeah. that. Second of all, second of all, okay, there's a Cuban, at least one Cuban player on the card. Right? Well, and, it was, and you know what else makes it more comfortable? Money makes you more comfortable wherever you're at. Ten million more dollars makes you really comfortable. Right. You, with ten million dollars, you Felix, can hang out with those friends on an island. Where a where Felix Hernandez grew up was not Seattle. He's doing just fine yeah. in Seattle. Well, yeah. I mean, even Derek Gould talked about this this past week. Uh, he's he is he he knows he's friends with Aledmus Diaz and knows Adalis Garcia, who the Cardinals signed in spring right. training. So, like, there are Cuban players in the system, and I get that. But we also probably should stop treating people like they live on the same street because they play baseball from the same country. Very Correct. That, I mean, Correct. It's, it's, it's kind of a weird American thing that we do. With... Why didn't the let Miss Diaz make a case for this kid? All right, picture this. I don't know if they even knew each other. Yeah, right? picture this. Uh, we'll say that uh, France now has the best baseball league in America. And you have a guy from the, the Bronx, and you have a guy from Biloxi, Mississippi. That yeah. both play baseball, and they're now going to be playing in France. Do you think they're going to do more? That they, they could and they be probably friends. know each other because they probably played against each other, traveling, Some, right, right. or played with that each other. That does not mean that they that their existence and professional nature is going to be Correct. Uh, dictated by this person. I, it's it actually would make it's actually insulting when you think about it because it's it's kind of comparing them to it's like oh that's a puppy, that's another puppy. They'll they'll sniff each other and enjoy the day. No, they could be completely different people, and in the meet and again too. Or it's like, hey, Travis, do you know Tony X? I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I get that more often. Than I, I wish Tony X was here. 
Uh, he says that a lot as well. It's pretty funny. No, I, I, um, I, I don't. I, I think I get where Gaines is coming from. I don't think this says the Cardinals won't continue to try to compete. Obviously, with the Chicago Cubs. But you're right. This would have been a major signing that would certainly show, especially after you're coming out of the the whole Astros Correa fiasco, and you have an opportunity. You're not going to have that pick this year. You have an opportunity to get a talent like this. It, it is disappointing to lose, especially to the White Sox. Uh, and it, it is frustrating because the Cardinals have an opportunity to basically go toe-to-toe with the Cubs talent-wise over the next five to six years because we're not anticipating, at least I don't think anyone in the city is anticipating the Cubs going away anytime soon. This organization has, Theo Epstein has put this organization in a great position where they're going to be strong for the next seven, eight, nine seasons. Or at least compete. They may not be They might not win, to, right, but, but they're going to compete. Right now, the Milwaukee Brewers lead the NL Central right now. Nobody saw that coming. So you're going to have those things happen in baseball already. So if you have this arms race happening, no pun intended. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, then you need to you need to make hay where you can. And and the weird thing is, um, the White Sox are going to be good here in a minute. Oh, yeah. They're White already, Sox 2019, 2020? They're already not terrible. Yeah, they're going to be a very fun team and a, a pretty scary team, actually, especially in the AL Central. Everyone's getting old in the AL Central. Like the Royals are having an awful uh, year. Indians are in prime position. For yeah, but uh, five, you think so for, for an extended period of time? That rotation. Well, the, Indians, I think are the Indians, Cubs, Indians rotation are Cubs of the AL, basically. Oh, I like that comparison. It's not bad at all. I can get down with that. I, it is disappointing the Cardinals missed out on the signing. I don't think this is the end. I think the Cardinals have shown in the past they have a track record of even when they don't get their guy, they're going to compete and they're still going to be there. Yes, I. It's but it's they don't have Oscar Tavares is not in the minor leagues, right. and and he was like, okay, man, that stinks. And, and I'm not advocating that the Cardinals like should have signed Pools, but I'm just saying that we've been told this narrative that this money's coming to someone and then that they thought that might have been the David Price a couple of years You're ago. You're going to rue the day. We're going to play back this tape when when Trout and Machado are St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, am I? You're going to be like, I hope oh I do. my God, that was an idiot. Mo I hope I do. saw into the future. I hope there's a press conference in the winter of 2018, 2019 where they're like, hey, we just signed Manny Machado for four hundred million dollars. We told you we were gonna we were going to spend this money. Here it is. So to be satisfied, so you say this narrative has existed, and I, I'm not saying you're wrong. If that's the case, then will it take for you to to buy into what Mo has been saying over the years? The only way that works is if Harper, Trout, or Machado are Cardinals. No, because there's way more that goes into. These are human beings. Sure. It's not just computers. There's way more. Like Machado loves his time in Baltimore. Um, there's going to be a new ownership in Miami. Yeah. They lost out on their kind of symbol to the culture in Miami. And good Jose point. Fernandez, Manny good Machado, point. could substitute for that. That's good so point. there's a lot of other things that go into it. I just don't want – I'm tired of losing these battles because we're being outbid. So yeah. if I, I, I would like to uh, somebody to come to the press conference and say, hey, we tried to we gave we offered Manny Machado twenty million dollars more than he signed for them in Miami. He thought it'd be a better fit, and he liked going to Miami. I'll better. play devil's advocate here. Are you paying for phase two of Ballpark Village, pal? 
No, but you know what phase <laughs> no, two of every, Ballpark Village is? Every Bud Select <laughs> swilling 23-year-old there to celebrate a birthday or anything else is. That's for sure. And, is and, it still packed? I, when's the last time you guys were there? I, I when's the last time you this, rode the bull? Travis? I had friends go there this weekend. and <laughs> Just packed? Yeah. Oh, it's still oh, it's still pops. BPV still pops. No, and I think I, yeah, it's frustrating. I can't wrap my head around it again. I think Chris, you said it at the beginning of the show. I think they would rather have Fortune go back and not tell everybody that the Cardinals are one of the most profitable teams in all hey, of space. So here's something I I wholeheartedly disagree with because we are, and maybe people are joking or whatever, but this is something that is thrown out there. Uh, five or six people have texted this in. Uh, AE. Uncle Baldwin, a few others. The Cecil money. They they say essentially you chose Cecil over Robert. Maybe so. If you accept the this whole this mantra that we have proudly said, and I have probably done it at some point, not even realizing it. Cardinals are fiscally responsible. I love that whenever you have people in just drowning in debt and all this other <laughs> people that will go to ten Cardinals games and spend. Mm, average $120 per Easily. time they go there. Easily. They pre- there's probably nowhere near a responsible personal budget, but <laughs> they will applaud that as a, yes, the, my team is fiscally <laughs> responsible. I've probably done it as well. Sure, we all have. If you adhere to that, sure, because you're playing in, an, like like you said, the salary cap kind of talk that you're getting. If you're playing in that, that it says, hey, the money's coming down from the top, whatever. But I don't think you can buy into that or excuse them not signing no. that because it's That's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's still there. No, no it's true. Not. And these guys and people texting in aren't wrong to say that because it is probably a reason for that, right? You don't sign Cecil, you have whatever. But you can't – exactly. There's no either or. Well, yeah. And, like, you know, I've, I like that the Cardinals had success the past – you know, seven years, so much success, and a lot of it without an Albert Pools. But you can also very easily ask the question, do the Cardinals have another world championship if they did sign Pools to a ridiculous deal? They'd be regretting it now, but in 12, 13, 14, or 15, do they have a World Series title? May have. I, I, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a serious clubber. I say, I <laughs> you say have, this, but you I, also, yeah. Again. And I say that again. I think the critique is very fair. And honestly, I I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm going to join the DeWallet crowd. But I think in this particular case, you do have a point. With that being said, I think if you ask every Cardinals fan, they want to be competitive every year. They want to be in the playoffs every year. And I think there's a price that comes along with that. And I think... Yeah, I, I don't think we were within our right mind to sit up here and, and and feel proud about being able to say the Cardinals are quote unquote fiscally responsible. But I do believe they have a track record, and their track record shows that up until last year, you're going to be in the playoffs and probably one of the last four teams competing for the World Championship. So it's it's kind of hard for me to to really pump up the Dwalet crowd when the end result is the Cardinals in the playoffs and end up position that 28 other teams are in to win the world series i think as a as a as of the market that is st louis you have to take a little bit of pride in that and yes i would have loved this signing but i can't immediately it'd be different if 
the, these were the Rams. The Rams always trotted out that same tired-ass old narrative every draft, every offseason when it comes to free agents and the guys they decided to put on their roster. The Cardinals, when they trot out a particular narrative, they actually have something to show for. They actually have success to show for. So that's why I'm willing to give them a little bit more the benefit of the doubt because the end result generally is the Cardinals somewhere at the top of the division, the Cardinals in the wild card, or the Cardinals somewhere hovering around the NLCS at some point. We, and their record has shown that. So that's why I am not <laughs> always urgent to to give the DeWallet crowd too much credit. But I think we can also say they are, they're trending down. In what regard? What do you mean in what regard? Because so the Cardinals are... 2015 was a really... If the playoffs started today, the Cardinals would be a wild card team. The 2015 was a great really point, Thank you. great year. Yeah. They overachieved for the most part. Sure. They lost to the Cubs in the first round. They missed the playoffs last year. And you never, even if they were going to get into the playoffs, I don't think anybody here in St. Louis ever really thought they were competing for a World Series. Heard of 2006? Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying I think what you just illustrated is that Baseball isn't as much, especially when it gets to the postseason, as isn't as much of a certainty. And so, considering the Cardinals' most recent success, you have to tip your cap and be happy about it. And and that I'm not saying you should be, you should settle. But I think looking at the success, what other franchises can say over the last ten years have had the Cardinals' type of success? The Giants, uh, uh, help me here. Maybe, uh, I guess you can say the, the Royals. Red, I mean the Red, Sox. the Red Sox. So you don't have a ton of teams that can match the Cardinals' success over the last, especially over Mo's tenure. Okay. Mo, Mo's tenure, his his accomplishments speak for themselves. So again, I I think the narrative. I think when losing on Robert, yeah, it was a bit of a a, a weak response, a retort, if you will, to feeling to get this kid. With that being said, who has had as much of a successful run as this tenure under Mo? Name a time. And baseball. Name a time like this on when the Cardinals were really wrong. We haven't thrown money at anyone and still been successful. We don't put all our eggs in one basket and bet the farm on one guy. We are stingy, but in a good picky way from PB's pancreas. I don't think that's a terrible view on it, but again, the not giving the money to Pujols turns out to look very good, but are we talking about another World Series championship if he was on those rosters? Maybe. What what, uh, what player would you want back that got away from the Cardinals, asks Uncle Baldwin. That's a good question. I, 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 mean, the, I wish Uncle David, Baldwin was here instead of me. The David That's Price? I think the David Price contract's still not terrible. Uh, I can I can see B-Febbers losing their mind right now. Price hasn't he didn't pitch at all. This I would. This was never a possibility outside of maybe they were like, "Hey, out of respect for whatever, let's officially have it, write this down on our chalkboard." Uh, Max Scherzer was never a real possibility. Could have no. been though. He should have been. He should have been. I, that, that may that be the me, may, may, that may be the one down, that probably the that could have went down yeah, as the that could have went down as uh, it could have could have approached David Freeze levels because if you sign a guy like Scherzer, you're going to be put into opportunities for greatness if you have another workhorse 
added to the load. That one, I think about, I loved David Price. Been a huge David Price. I would, I would love David Price. And I thought the Cardinals made a, a nice offer well, for probably, David Price. They're, they're as probably well. a pr- playoff team if David Price is on the team last year. Yeah, the Cardinals are yeah. a playoff team if David Price is on the team last Scherzer, year. You're exactly right. Scherzer, uh, oof. That, yeah, that well, one would be my You know who was talking about Scherzer like a year and a half before it happened was the late, great Joe Strauss. And I remember even hearing him talk about that and be like, what is he? Look at the Cardinals rotation. Look how. And yeah. then that Cardinals rotation kind of blew up very. Joe Kelly all of a sudden isn't in your. Uh, and your then you had to make and, a trade for Lackey. And right. it worked out. But I, and I think, I think that it's worked out. I think that you have to give Mo some. Some credit, not a ton, because Mo. Was oh, we're not for, dealing no, we, with an exact science here. No, and we're not. And I think if I understand it, if the Cardinals, if Albert had taken the five-year deal, that would that be over with this year? Would that be the conclusion? Has they it been five not, years? No, they offered like a nine-year deal. They offered a nine-year deal, then they come back with a five-year, so he can give no, a higher. Five, no, five-year was like the first offer that he turned down in like spring training. Okay, all right then. So, but I, I think when you see then what. I think when you see a guy like, so you look at the Red Sox, and the Red Sox are flush with cash too, but the car, can you imagine Cardinal Nation with David Price not pitching so far this year? And you're right. He would have been a great asset for the Cardinals last year. I just I feel like when you see the Pujols signings and you see what happened with, um, you see Price now on the DL. Price I think in they, a pitcher's park too. Like Very, very true. Red Sox isn't necessarily, like Boston's not necessarily a pitcher's park. No. I'm just, and, the National League, where he gets to face the pitcher for the first time. Like I'm just saying, Mo made, but Mo made a serious effort for David Price. That was a real offer. Yeah, but they but, got they got whooped in that one. They got like, about forty million dollars. What are you going to do? Uh, forty it was million, more like twenty twenty to thirty. That's still a lot. No, I know, but wouldn't it be cool if the Cardinals were that team one time? The boss Boston called David Price and was like, "Hey, two hundred thirty six million dollars. We're hanging up. The offers <laughs> off the table. Boom." I'm ready. They, I'm David ready. Price woke up that day thinking he, he was, was going, going to be a St. Louis Cardinal. Cardinal. Make it happen when somebody thinks they're going to be a St. Louis PB Cardinal. PB in South City, I'm ready for them to overpay someone. Big money, not Cecil-like. Yeah, I am too. I, I just I, feel like... I want care- I want them to be wrong. I, I'll be careful what you wish for. That's great <laughs> and all. Ask Anaheim fans about that. Anaheim baseball has been trash the last seven seasons. But now. okay, but... They, they so be careful what you know because they no one full. goes to Angels game. No, no one's there. So listen, you don't want that for downtown St. Louis. I can assure you of that. The difference between that is how well Mosaic does with the minor league system. That's not going to go away, especially when you're signing free agents. That only goes away when you're trading a million players for one, and that is not Mosaic's MO. And I would not want him to be. You want the Cardinals to go out and outbid. Knowing yeah. that there's still a strong possibility they're flushing two hundred million dollars down the, the drain. The same thing could happen with Scherzer. so Scherzer's elbow could go out right? easily. Easily, no, a guy no who way. has a history of elbow injuries that could and who <laughs> who's also just look at his mowing career in Washington. It's that's, been that's great, but you don't want to be thirty three years old, Max Scherzer, in the heart of that Cardinals rotation, making thirty million dollars a year in St. Louis. Are you kidding me? There's nothing rational about our fan base that says we would be okay with that idea. We would lose our minds if Scherzer was on our payroll for 30-plus with crappy elbow issues and an ERA over three. But if if he doesn't have that, which he hasn't, then you've struck gold. So so where do the Cardinals go then? Because you're not winning World Series with the roster that they have. KFB says he thinks this calls for a, hey, DeWitt, what you doing? It could be a, hey, DeWitt, what you doing? Ugh, I, I can't as much, and I and I'm not even saying your argument is wrong. I just can't 
Mo sees he plays 3D chess. He's one of the best in the league at this. So, and he has a track record that shows this. This guy's like a two-time executive of the year. Like he knows the game as well as anyone. And I'm not saying he's above criticism. Not at all. In this case, he I think the Cardinals did indeed uh, miss a, a golden opportunity right here. But I think he has shown ways to still make it work. So even if there is an invisible cap that the DeWitt family puts on top of Mo, he makes it work. And I think you have to give him some credit in that regard. And I think, I think knowing the culture, knowing St. Louis fans, and whether he would like to admit it or not, I'm sure plays a small factor in some of the decisions. I can't imagine Cardinal Nation today with that Albert Pujols contract around their neck. I, I can't. Im- I can't imagine what the Bush Stadium looks like. I can't imagine how fans would. I, I, the future of the Cardinals would be in dire stress if Pujols is still a Cardinal. Okay, what's the future of the Cardinals look like right now? Pretty damn bright. Pretty profitable. You got some guys down in Memphis. They're going to make an impact on this team. Either not, not a later this year. Player though. Yeah, but you had you had a transcendent player in Albert Pujols for eleven years. That's that wasn't bad. We can't Cardinals fans can't sit up here. We haven't had a transcendent player when I can go to the St. Louis Cardinals Museum right now and I'll find you twenty. Like okay, we've had. What does that have to do with two thousand seventeen? I think the Cardinals are still it's been in six years since Pools has been on a team. All, like cap, can, all caps, Bryce Harper, PB's Pancreas. I, I think you can. I I think the Cardinals are still in prime position to get that type of player. And it isn't like they grow on trees. Come on, Anaheim didn't even know what they had in Trout. It isn't like Anaheim sat up there in the war room and was like, ah, yes, this is going to be the kid that's going to be the face of baseball in years to come. They had no clue. They had no clue they had Trout. Okay, but so these so these transcendent players, we don't know what these guys are going to become. But that's the that's the draft, like that. That's totally. You think Alex there. Reyes is not going to be a transcendent player for the St. Louis Cardinals? I hope he is. But look at what uh, the Mets bi- built their team on pitching. Yeah, look at what's going on now in New York. It's a mess. Yes, and all the pitchers are hurt. Yes, so that's the all- Cubs built theirs on hitting. Sure, look what's going on in Chicago. Yes. I think that, like the thing that happens with pitchers is they get hurt a lot. I don't think it's an absolute. And you're right. They do get hurt a lot. But I don't think it's an absolute. when you. Go. I think the Cardinals, though, I think if you look at what they have presently, we've seen, and I'm not saying Sierra is going to be a transcendent player, but we've seen the Cardinals when it comes to their farm system and bringing guys up. And, again, I think Alex Reyes can be that transcendent player. You look at a guy like Carlos Martinez. Carlos Martinez is, gonna, is evolving as the face of this rotation, evolving as the face of this team. Look at a guy like Yadier Molina. Is he not a transcendent player? Like I'm saying, it's like we can sit up here and say, why don't we have a Machado? We have Yadier Molina, okay. the future I Hall mean, of Famer, two-time okay. world champion. How is that not transcendent? Because Yadier needs like a Pujols hitting third for him to be that valuable well, you, player. So you mean you're telling me we need other personnel on the club in order for the Cardinals to be successful? So you miss out on this guy, but has Mo not shown that I'm going to go out there and get you at least two to three other pieces it may not be that big face, but I'm going to get you two to three other guys that are going to get into this rotation or get into this lineup that's going to help us compete and potentially put us in a position to make a deep run in the playoffs. What else can you ask for I if do, you're but, a fan base? No, I don't think the roster is built for a deep run in the playoffs this year, and I don't think it was last year, and I don't think it was in 2015. I think 
that it's still too early to say this Cardinals team cannot make a deep run into the playoffs. And I still know, knowing that there are still a ton of pieces, knowing that you know, literally going west on I-70, that there's going to be a fire sale in a month and a half, where a Gordon's going to be available, where a Kane's going to be available, where a, there are going to be pieces available, Hosmer's going to be available, potentially. Not saying the Cardinals are going to be in a position to grab any of those guys, but knowing that there's still a lot of baseball left and some really big talent that's going to be available at some point, in about a couple months, I think it's too early to say that this Cardinal team cannot make a run and that Mo isn't that guy. Who else would you want at trade deadline representing your organization than Mo? Theo Epstein? Uh, sure, he does have more pieces right now, but I trust Mo. He has a track record that says, hey, I'm going to do what I can within my resources to make sure we're competitive, and he's done that on a regular basis. You guys want to do what you're doing with DeWitt? No, let's do fair foul with the wallet. Oh, okay. Fair foul. Are the Cardinals being cheap? I, I, man, I don't know. I, I just don't know. $25 to Fairway Automotive. Fairway Automotive. And hey, smoke me. One, one more time. Fairway Automotive, great partners of ours. Show them some support. If you need an oil change, hit them up. Their Facebook page. Easy way to contact them. You can call them, stop in, whatever you want to do, support them. They had a robbery last weekend. Guy walked out with uh, the entire contents of their cash yeah, register. Criminal. We're out for you. We're going to send the the rhino your way. We just want. To, that's where Justin should just post up there every day as the St. Louis Live representative who's there to watch the uh, register. <laughs> Don't you think? That's right. And I, and I already told you, criminals of the world, especially in St. Louis, you are not invited to Target Practice Live June 3rd at Off-Broadway. 314-236-9900. Let's show them some support. I'll post something on uh, on the Facebook page and the Private Friends of Wall page as well. Uh, $25 to Fairway Automotive is your prize today. Fair foul, the exact statement we need for fair foul, Travis. Fair foul, Cardinals being cheap bastards. Or are the Cardinals being cheap? Fair foul. Fair foul. Cardinals being cheap. Email your responses to St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. All spelled out S A I N T. St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com is how you submit that. Get those in. We'll read them at about 9.50 today. 25 bucks to Fairway Automotive. And, uh, and while you're there, maybe maybe have a cup of coffee, maybe schedule, check out the tires they sell there. A lot of good things. Fairway Automotive. And today's Fair or Foul, pumped to give you that prize, $25, Fairway Automotive. And let's keep it going. You want to keep it with the morning melee? Because I'm not saying Gaines is wrong. And I think, I think this is the split amongst Cardinal Nation. I think a lot of people feel the way that Gaines feels. And I think there's also people who feel like, hey, let's, you know, let's give the Cardinals the benefit of the doubt. So let's make that the morning melee poll. The future of the Cardinals. Is it bright? I like that. I like simple. Yeah. Future yes. of the Cardinals. Is it bright? I, I say yes. I say right now, based on what we know that's in Memphis, uh, based on the current personnel, I think the Cardinals will be able to compete going forward. Will they win multiple World Series? I'm not going that far. But I think Mo is still. I don't think anybody's questioning whether they'll be able to compete. Like, But isn't that what else do you want? You know, there's no such thing as a favorite in baseball. Like, you can be, but ask me how that's worked out for the Washington Nationals the last couple of seasons. Yan- like, that's Yankee, great to be Yankees the Nationals. have not, uh, they, had, they, they suffered a lot. I mean, bit. last year was probably the first time in a long time we've had a team that was a favorite before the season and actually. 
actually won it in October. The Cubs. Like, and, and everybody and their mother put money in on the Cubs, and rightfully so. But that was one of the rare – and that almost didn't pan out. Sure. So, I think it's – but but to the point is I think it's okay to spend $60 million sure. on a Cuban prospect. I have, and I think, you, and I I think, think you're right. I think you have to be – Why has it got to be Cuban? Because mm-hmm. that's, that? that's where he's from. <laughs> I think you have to be um, – Losing out because Machado just wanted to go to a different city here. I tell Colorado. you what, if this Cardinal team was stinking it up again this season, that carryover from last year, and they were absolutely falling on their faces, and, and anything can happen, certainly when the Cardinals go on this road trip, it's going to be a very difficult one because they have some serious playoff contenders in, ahead of them coming their way, so it can all change very fast. But I think, I think right now where the Cardinals are, with the gluttony of talent in the outfield, I, I guess it sucks losing out on this kid, but it isn't as if the Cardinals are the Pirates. It isn't as if the Cardinals are the Reds right now. You know, the Cardinals aren't the Royals right now. Just imagine that if you're the Royals fan base this morning, how are you feeling? How the hell are you feeling? Eh, two years removed from World Series, and you're about to get shipped back to the 80s again here in a second. Kankles texting in, since we're talking about sports, and since I saw Gaines and Rhino today, Rhino would hammer Gaines. He saw it, yeah. That's from yeah. Kankles. Yeah, well, yeah, don't tell Oh, Gaines. did he just come pick up a prize? Yeah. Well, I'm going to take that prize back, Kankles. <laughs> <laughs> Gaines is, uh, he's a little, he's he's not as bulbous as he was bulbous. last week. <laughs> What's the uh, what's the purge update, Kane? Thirteen pounds down, Woo, in the week. buddy. And One I week. Really want bread. <laughs> okay. The mis Gaines looks great, but the misery on his face right now. It's meat. I love meat. He does. He's eating a lot of meat. Poor guy, but he looks great, man. Fourteen, thirteen pounds 13 in a week. Pounds in a week. That's solid. You can't beat that. Uh, is it solid or is? And this is how I feel, Gaines, and and see if uh, you are the same way. I just become immediately depressed or crushed at how terrible of a person I've been with my eating and drinking habits or whatever. It feels good. You're like, oh, I'm 14 down. Oh, I, that's all I had to do was just eat right. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the thing that really so much better. You know, oh my god! But I think that's what it takes. People go, oh man, I control my portion sizes, cut out some sugar, uh, go to bed uh, before 12 a.m. It's crazy how I've lost 35 pounds in two weeks. And then you realize, oh, I guess ordering four combo meals at the fast food place uh, really isn't a good idea. No, it's not. But you know what is a good idea? Hit up Target Practice Live June 3rd, offbroadwaystl.com. Get your tickets. That's right. And uh, we want to thank Matthew Ehrenreich of Edward Jones. He's a financial advisor, and he is a big supporter of St. Louis Live, We Are Live, and Target Practice Live. So, again, Matthew Ehrenreich. Edward Jones, drop him a line sometime. Why don't you? We're getting close to June 3rd to date. I, I really am urging everyone. The re- reason why I keep pushing this because there, I have we haven't had a live event in a while. Yes. It's been and, a while since we have had a live And when we do live events, for those who are not familiar, it's a lot of fun. Great fellowship. And we have some of the best comedians in St. Louis. And I've said this before, and I'll continue to repeat this because I truly do mean it. Stop waiting for John Hamm to show up on Mad Men to then show your support. How about you show up and support John Hamm when he's at your local theater in Kirkwood? Like, you have so much talent here in St. Louis. It's great when you're blasting their album when they're on Universal or when they sign with Def Jam. But how about when they were at uh, old Tyrone Records? 
And when they were up for performing at Telania's. Like, how about you guys go up and support them now? So this is what we want you to do. Get your asses to offbroadwaystl.com. Buy tickets. It's going to be you get to see eight, nine comedians in one night for 15 bucks. You can't beat that, son. So come out and support and support the local arts and the talented people of St. Louis. Now, when it comes to support, I did mention again that I was at a graduation this past weekend. And this is going to be a part of today's what you doing hey what you doing so if i i love guest speakers at these graduations uh and we we kind of talked about how we were all optimistic coming out of high school and going into college feeling good if you were a guest speaker knowing what you now know about life and the challenges that lay ahead what are the things you're telling the youths of tomorrow for high school or college let's go high school Let's stick with high school. I think we can I think we all remember our mindset and mind frame when we were graduating. We were pretty arrogant. We were um, we were we were kind of asses. Uh we were, we we were almost certain that by our mid 20s we would be on our 10th or 11th millionth dollar. So what are some of the things you would now say to this generation and then what would you say to Michael Gaines when he was about to graduate. This is hypothetically speaking. This is, is that that is not feels, hypothetically feels a little speaking. Like feels, like hypothetically. No, it exactly. does, no, it is not. Feels you will exactly not do like it. You will not. Hypothetically speaking, you can catch on the uncensored. We are live version. WCL. What you does doing? the the ticket include time with Travis? Speaking of target practice, I will be happy to sign objects that are not on the human body. I and also not adult toys. I would also be happy to take pictures appropriately. And you can put it on your LinkedIn or Facebook account showing everyone that you do indeed have an African American friend. That's Fair as enough. far as I'm willing to go with the okay. wow, That's so, pretty good. So back to hypothetically, hypothetically speaking. speaking. <laughs> it is not hypothetically speaking. How what is you it doing? Not? What you doing? Hey, what you doing? Thank you. Completely you different segment. Don't, don't no, your your awesome drop is not saving you this time. Uh, I'm telling you, what are you saying to the future, to the kids so of tomorrow? Hypo- hypothetically, no, no. What you doing now? About- what you doing now? This is actually a real thing. If children of the I don't world think I'll ever speak at a high school graduation, yeah, okay. Well, let's just say a high school. Our buddy field Jimmy trip. B did this past weekend. Did he really? Oh where? God, where? Desmet. Wait, wait. Desmet let Jimmy wait, did they B say, speak. Like, Jimmy B of Let's Get Comfortable is. Our I told him he didn't know it at the graduation though. He runs the alumni president. He does. Alumni he does. But he didn't speak to the students, did he? The, gra- the graduation. graduation. He spoke at the graduation, right? Oh. So, hi- so if we were hypothetically no, involved if you with if this. you if you were hired tomorrow by the Farmington Knights, wasn't isn't isn't what you doing? Like we're calling out something we saw. Like Dewitt, what you doing? What you doing to the youth? What you doing to the kids? If they're asking you advice about the future, there you go. How you know, about that? When you were when you were taking your shower, when you were cleaning up your hairline, whenever you edged up your beard and your stash, you didn't prepare for today's I what you're doing. I did have you? what you're doing. That is solid. What you're doing? Because that's what I say Just to the kids every day. Just because it sounds cool doesn't mean you can completely rip off a segment you already do on the no, podcast. No, that is not true. If I look when I look, I told my little sister, "What you doing about your future? What you doing about?" How you're going to handle your, the next stage in your life. 
Well, anyway, I would say go out as much as you can in college. Hypothetically, oh, hypothetically you would say No, yeah. this is not. You won't get this real advice. Classes do not matter. Oh, God. Uh, check your syllabus. Automatically calculate the attendance portion of your syllabus out of your grade <laughs> before you start. Yeah, true. And then see, okay, how many classes do I actually have to go to to make sure that the attendance is, you know, okay. Right. Um, and then I would say, have you ever seen the movie Yes Man? Yes. Just do that okay. in college. Oh. Always say yes. <laughs> Always say yes. Yeah. That's a great advice to the youth. We head to college. Always say yes. Uh, Barnhart Brawler, when your uncle tells you, don't worry about the price of college, just take out the loans and pay it back later, it'll be worth it. <laughs> Punch him in the throat. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Immediately. Do it now. I would say to the youth, I say... Right now, you probably have a dream. Hypothetically, what would you say? No, I would say this. You Right now, you have a dream. And it's something you, that you really, really want to do. plagiarize the I have a dream. I, I, I would, they wouldn't know it. They wouldn't know Joe it. Joe Biden is his hero, Gaines. <laughs> I, would, I, think, right, I think a lot of kids, and I didn't realize this until way, 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 way deep into college, but there's a job for your dream. There really, you can get paid to do something that you, you think it's like, ah, that's kind of silly. No. Someone's out there willing to pay you, or you can build it yourself and make money that way. I think kids are told or have been told that you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to get this salary, et cetera, et cetera. I think right now, if you have a dream and you're saying to yourself, I really want to be this, this is the best time to do it. Like right now, do it. Just yeah. do it. This is the best time of your life and to even- do that thing. It, it may seem silly to your parents. It may seem Silly to your friends, but right now you have an idea in your head that's like, man, that'd be cool to live my life this way. This is what I want to do. Go and do that. And even more simple, like, don't do something you hate. No, don't. Oh, yeah. Because I have a ton of friends right now that are just doing something they absolutely hate because their parents are kind of like, well, you know, this is a very safe degree to go. Exactly. Look, hey, I have- They're miserable. And even, I think, uh, this is one thing why I love my parents. They- they. My, especially my father, because he was uh, that way. My father, hey man, go do this, run this lane, and you're going to be good to go. And that doesn't mean he was wrong, but even now he'll he'll go back and say, hey, sounds like you're doing something fun. Make that work. And I would encourage 17, 18 year olds right now, if you think, oh man, that's just a silly idea, ain't nobody gonna get behind that. No, 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 no. It's gonna take time. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an uphill climb to make it yeah, work. Get ready to get. But it's gonna be worth knocked it. Knocked down a bunch. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Chris, what would you say? To hypothetically, you, uh, Chris. Chris, hypothetically. You, you would, no, there are kids that exist now. You have – don't you have a cousin that's currently at Mizzou that's about to graduate in a year? Uh, he's doing the, the CPA program, so he'll be there for five years. All right, so, so what so are you going to do something he hates? Yeah. <laughs> so what are you telling him right now? You've had advice Stay for your younger Stay off cousin. the weed. I will uh, – uh, <laughs> That's uh, great I will, I will say this. I did. I took Stephen A's advice in college. I screwed up. <laughs> I absolutely screwed up. I am I am ticked off. Dare screwed me over. Dare screwed me over. Dare. Dare, dare should have just said, look, dare stay away from the coke and the crack. But there are some drugs you may want to try out. Yeah, when you're like 25, you don't need high school or smoking. Nah. Yeah. Have you seen some of these high schoolers? They bounce off the wall 10 hours a day. They could use some. Uh, before I address this, we have a few texts to come in. Uh, WCL. I want to make uh, <laughs> we weenie jokes on a Christian radio station. Any advice? 
Don't do it. <laughs> Grow up, WCL. Billy Fat Pants, our Eskimo kiss is an acceptable greeting at TPL, TT. For some of our cast members, yes. I'm almost certain that a Carly Eskimo or a Gaines would be more than happy. Uh, no, we'll, we'll remove Carly from that. But uh, <laughs> just, just Justin, the sad rhino, who's extra sad this morning, uh, will accept Eskimo kisses. Nice. Uh, uh, no, if I if I tell people, yeah, you guys are, are on the, the right track with that. I mean, follow it, do what you want, but at the same time, you know, be aware, listen to people, take advice from, from older people, but do explore those options. If you want a business, if you think a business degree is right for you, great. If you're really into tech and computers or you want to be a nurse or one of those things, just because you're not going to get – you can go visit Mizzou on the weekends. I'll say that. If you're going to do something – technical or you're super interested in other things you don't always have to do the four-year thing no. I, and you think about how many people do that i know people that became nurses that went to SLU, and they literally they're just like yeah should have got the two-year degree from a junior college but it there is that pressure to follow it. i get it i'm not against it or anything but yeah take care of yourself have a, have a blast and uh take 20 minutes every day to look into these things that you want yeah. to do because to a degree it can drastically affect the rest of your life, which is insane because you're an idiot 18 to 22 year old. I would also encourage people, hey, right out of high school, maybe go get a job. Get your knocked in the dirt yeah. a little bit where it's like, hey, go do this. Now maybe don't get caught up in the uh, – the service lifestyle that's that's, that that's easy. With it, Get a little sure. cash in your pocket. All of a sudden, you think you got it figured out, mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, you don't want to be. F- no, no offense to it, but if it's not your thing, that you want to be waiting tables in in your forties and fifties. If you don't want to do that, then don't get comfortable on it now. But I would also encourage that too. Hey, if you want to travel, or you're thinking about some kind of technical thing, or you want to get if if you're super interested in radio you would be much better served to actually be at a radio station learning sales, learning the different aspects of it because uh, if you go spend four years somewhere and just come out expecting to be uh, Dan Patrick right out of the gate, good luck. And I'll, yeah, and I am a big proponent to that point, Chris. I'm a big proponent of the, the thing that's now as a trend, if you will, for the younger people. I'm a big proponent of the gap year, like taking that year off. I suggested that to my younger sister. I – I think that's fine. I think that's don't if you have the means and resources. Don't sit around and eat pizza, and, right? And right, leave. exactly, I exactly. Mean, yeah, don't go to that to the extent, but yeah, get out and make the phone calls. Go do something if you can do it. Not everyone can, but if you can do it, do an internship for free. Just call some folks up and say, "Hey, can I hang with you or shadow you for six months?" If you have the means to do it, and some people are fortunate enough to do that, I think it's it's okay to pace yourself, and it's okay to look. We laugh now. And I don't think necessarily we saw it back then in the day, but I look at these e-leagues and I laugh because I go, my mom and teacher said, that's stupid. That'll never be anything. What is it? The e-leagues where people play Mortal Kombat and bring in six figures a year. I'm just saying, not saying that you can just play video games and you'll become the next superstar. But again, if there is something in your heart that you say, oh man, this is a really passion of mine. If you're passionate about playing video games and become the best damn freaking video game player in the world and go out and compete and try to earn yeah, a living that way. I think there's still plenty of room for for good foundation uh, of uh, of conservative behavior when you're saying, yeah, okay, well, if you if you say you want to be in sales or, oh, you really want to, 
you're really super into this. You want to make a bunch of money. It was like, well, okay, there are some traditional paths you will absolutely have to take. Sure. But if, if that's not completely what you want or you're wanting to fill other ways, just keep your eyes open and, and try and actually experience those things. Don't just tweet about how you're going to do it. Don't just talk about how you're going to do it. Just look into those different avenues of how you can successfully be part of what uh, what interests you and what you could potentially pay your bills with. Pepe's texting in. I screwed up and retook Calc 1, 2, and 3. Never give up. Don't let your professor trade day trade during class. Hold them accountable. <laughs> do not, I repeat, do not under any circumstances, do not get a philosophy degree. From the Barnhart Brawler. I mean, I saw people at graduation of the University of Memphis walking out with doctorates in music, and I just wanted to go, who, who do you think you are? Well, I mean, I guess there's, what, one job in every state, probably, that would require a doctorate of music? Yes. That's Maybe. It. And you're teaching, right? It would only be teaching. I, and, and again, if I'm wrong, I, that's all I thought it was. What else can you use that for? Doctor, like you're I mean, gonna be, you're not going to be Dr. Dre, literally. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> not nice. a real, that's not a real PhD guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a... He made that up. He kind of came up with it on his own. That's a so. great point. I mean, Jay Z's a one in a million guy, and he didn't go to college. And you can look at a lot of there are a lot of producers, major producers presently that I don't recall having a doctorate in music. And not to say there's anything wrong with that. Teach his own. I just when I saw that, I go, huh? Must be oh, nice. How many albums have you dropped? <laughs> you know, what I mean, like that's what thing where it's like I have my doctorate in uh, in boxing, so I'm a great boxer now. <laughs> like, uh, what? Oh, do. Have you have you fought? Is this where are you? No, 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 no. I've been in school. It's great now. I'm just going to get a, a heavyweight title shot. Oh no, 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 no! It's just a piece of paper. That says, say, we're going to get into it next hour. But I, yeah, we could look at the Billboard Music Awards as an example of you don't necessarily need a doctorate in music to make a ton of money and be very successful. And then we're going to get into my MVT next hour. One Stanley Steamer at it again as he's starting to tick off our good friends. Across the pond. <laughs> a lot of pauses. <laughs> Carlos Danger, hey, dumbasses. Dr. Dre has done pretty well for himself. <laughs> I hope Carlos Danger is on our level with the, the – that's hilarious if that's what it was. But it'd be better – and I don't think somebody listening to this and texting in would, but I wish he was being, like, serious. Like, like Dr. Like, Dre successful. <laughs> Hello? Uh, Shut up. Thanks for calling in, texting in, 314-880-0808 if you want to be part of it. Again, our fair foul today, get your emails into St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. $25 gift certificate to Fairway Automotive Services. Are the cards being cheap? Not signing Robert. Send them in. We'll read them at 950. Thanks for listening. To the second hour of St. Louis Live. We'll be back for the third. Quick break. Be right back. Diamond place to come through